0: from the vault
1: from the vault
0: all right so first up um i'm going to show a video okay so uh the updated microbit came out well we've been working on updated clue so this is the esp 32 s2 with a mini module and we think
1: this would make a great yeah
0: so that's coming soon uh and now i'm going to play two videos the first one um Speaks for itself. The second one, we'll pop back over and talk about the uh, STEM frame. Early data. What is this?
1: Hey, I designed a new STEM IQT board over the weekend and wrote a library for it. This is the MLX uh, 9395, 9, 93, and it's an ultra-high-range magnetometer. So um, right now, it's kind of measuring the Earth's field, and you can see it's kind of juddering around like zero. It's not. It's, it's not a high precision. It's a high-range sensor. So what's nice about this is that I can't saturate it even with this like rare earth magnet. Um, and so this is used for like doing magnetic field sensing, not earth magnetic fields, but like, you know, a magnet or a motor or something like that. And this is a new sensor from Melexis. So tri-axis micropower magnetometer. It's actually going to be this week's NPI. Don't tell anybody that secret.
0: Ada, what is this?
1: Hey, I just put together a prototype of this board that I'm calling Stemma Friend. I don't have a really cool name for it yet, but it's basically a SAM D21 board with a 240x240 240 240 display and it's meant to help me with like i squared c development. So um, for this board, I'll just show the back, there's two Stemma QT connectors and there's a Grove compatible connector and then this is that display, there's a mode button. 7021, USB-C, and then battery power, if you want a battery power. It's meant to be really small. And right now what it's doing is you can see it's actually scanning through every address and displaying what i squared c addresses it sees. And this is really handy because when I'm bringing up a board, the first thing I check is, is it powered and does it show up on I2C? So you'll see, uh, like here, I've got one device on the uh, stomach uh, port. And then if I unplug this guy here... The, um, the I2C address is unhighlight. So if I plug it in, you'll see it highlights. If I remove it, it gets uh, turns back to gray. So a little uh, tool just to help me debug my STEM IQT boards
0: and that's a stemma pal so yeah. what's uh what's going on with this thing
1: yeah so this is a new board that Well, we and we were chatting about like we have so many stemma boards and we were like talking about you and i were just chatting while we were walking about like what it takes to bring one up and all like the design decisions and like we thought like wouldn't it be cool to have a little like friend like something that is is like your little pal that goes with all the stemma boards that helps you test them and debug them and maybe can like you know, from our most popular sensors maybe even tell you, like, the values of, of, like, humidity or light or something. Um, So I have basically designed a a very small board. Um, It has our 240 by 240, uh, 1.3-inch color TFT. I really love this TFT. It's, like, so inexpensive, and it's colorful, and it's great resolution. And on the back, it's got a SAMD21, and it's, you know, the code's going to be definitely an Arduino, because there's no way you could fit all the library code you need for every sensor on CircuitPython. I think... It would be just too expensive and too large um with a samd51 and too complicated i want to keep it simple um there's two i2c ports one is like a grove compatible port it's a um jst ph2 pin at uh, two millimeter and one is the jst sh like the standard STEM qt or quick connector uh, so they're two separate devices and then there's the SPI device for the display. And then there's also a UART device that's shared on these pins. So I'm gonna also have it do a couple of UART things like a UART display or debug. Uh, there's also a mode button. So maybe like all the different modes, you can kind of cycle between them. Uh, and there's a reset button. Um, I'm gonna get rid of this LEDS; it's too bright. And there's a little NeoPixel over here as well. And um, so the first demo I wrote was just like a basic I2C scanner. Cause I, I, I can actually use this like constantly. I'm always making breakouts and I'm like, does this even show up on I2C? Does it power up? Does it like enumerate right in I2C land? So this scanner, all it does is it goes through like every address starting from eight to 77. That's the standard I2C address space. Cause it's seven bit and there's some that are reserved. And then, um, you know, as you unplug um, and plug in, uh, devices they appear so like you see this one is uh, the blue letters and then the yellow characters are for um, the Grove Connect. So if I disconnect that, the the yellow uh, highlight goes away. So this scanner can work on um, either port. So it could be handy if you have like you know one you have like a Grove sensor or something with a larger uh, connector, or if you just have like two devices that have the same i squared C um, interface, you want to connect to both of them. So it can do that. So that's the beginning, and then I, I started an I2C sniffer, and I got the software working using, again, it's, like, all interrupt-based, so it wouldn't work in CircuitPython anyways because it's, like, very, very tight timing. Um, but I can sniff 100 kilohertz i squared c and output it to the UART. So I'm going to clean that up, and then um, I'll add that. So I'll just keep adding modes. And then maybe I'll have a mode where, for, like, our top 20 most popular devices, it'll say, hey, I detected that you plugged in, like, yeah. You know, a PCT 20, 50, 75, here's the temperature. Now, the only thing is that, you know, it's not going to work all the time because you can't always detect exactly what device is um, there. Like, for some devices I really like, they have an ID connect. They have some They have some register you can read that could tell you, like, hey, this is what it is. But there's actually a lot of sensors that don't. Um, you know, there's a lot of sensors where the ID is, like, the only thing that really differentiates it. So we won't be able to do it for everything, but I think we can, like... Yeah. Maybe do it for some. Like, well, definitely well, like the BMP280 series, for example.
0: Yeah, and this is kind of like that vision of the future that we were all told about. Like, you plug it in, and it itself on the network, and it says, here's what I am. Here's what I can do. Yeah. And then you can start to, yeah like, oh, cool, I have a humidity sensor, and I have a GPS. Now I can... Yeah, I would you know. have it
1: just, like, be like, hey, I detected, like, an i 2 GPS. Like, it, it... For some items, it's, like, they're very unique, and you definitely know, like, this is... Yeah a GPS item. So I think um I think we'll try. I don't know how effective I you know, I'm not gonna be able to make the universal everything everything. But I think
0: yeah. you know, we
1: could have a pack with our most popular sensors like you know the SI seventy twenty one. This is a popular Scilabs sensor and that, that would definitely be able to work. And I think the pct twenty seventy five, you know, would also probably work.
0: All right.
1: All right, so that's the That's so not a good
0: get back in the wall. Okay.